Oh. Oh shit. We're dads. So, um, we went from a five-star podcast to a 4.5 on Spotify. Any idea why that is? <laughs> I needed. Uh, I, I. I think we have room for improvement, personally, guys. So Bear gave us a fucking one star. That is why we are a four point five because of Bear. We're at four point six now. Oh shit! No, we got another five star. Good, in good. So give us a five oh, yeah, star rating, um, because we were a five star podcast and Bear fucked that no, up. No, no, don't just go in there and give us a five star rating for you know just just to be you know nice nice and shit. Uh, Give us the rating you think we deserve. Uh, you think we you deserve, deserve a one? <laughs> yes. Why do we deserve a one? I think we can do better. Okay, um, just because you think, think we can, can do more. better doesn't mean that we're the <laughs> At least give us a three. worst. I think we can be more intelligent, uh, more eloquent. Uh, I think we can be funnier. Um, okay. And Noted. more assistance to people out there. Did you rate and us Cortland, on Apple? Cortland, I think you can be louder and, <laughs> and you can whine more you know uh i think we need more of that buddy so th- that's why i left us a one-star review yeah, dude you're a fucking asshole well no doubt about what that. if like someone reaches out wanting to sponsor us like oh your rating's oh not high enough yeah your rating's not high enough because that bear guy left you a one-star review <laughs> so right. am i the asshole for giving my own <laughs> podcast a one-star verdict yes yes the answer 100%. is yes well listen you're guys. the asshole well listen guys i think we went over this pretty in, in pretty good detail <laughs> Indeed, we have confirmed at this point in time that I am 100% an asshole. <laughs> so I don't think we need to go. We, we don't need to cover this one again. This is, this is why I gave us a one-star review. We're circling back to, you know, the same old stuff. Yeah. Well, right. I was waiting for your review, your written review on uh, Apple Podcasts, but I didn't see it yet. Well, I'm still proofreading it. Um, <laughs> well, that was only on Spotify? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Spotify, I guess, wouldn't let me write a review. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write one on Apple. Uh, I've typed it up already. I'm going to proofread it and, uh, you know, just make sure it's, uh, it's a good review. So speaking of Spotify, Lexi is in the top 3% listeners, um, and she's listened to every podcast on Spotify. So somehow there's 2% of people, listeners... There. That somehow listen to more episodes than we have, or they listen. I don't know how the analytics are taken, but they they must listen more than once. So whoever that top two percent is, if you're a Spotify listener and you're convinced you listen more than Lexi, go ahead and hit us up because we don't know who is that top two percent. Should we give out like a small Christmas gift to the top one percent? Maybe like a five below gift or something. Yes, yeah, like a small little. Oh, that's a good. Yeah, that's it. All right, right. so if you're in the top two percent on Spotify, because I don't think Apple Podcasts even gives the percent. No, I I didn't see that. I was looking for it, but I only got the music stuff. Yeah, because Apple sucks. Hey, I only listen on Apple. So Sierra and I only listen on Apple Podcasts. So we don't listen on Spotify. So it's not us. We're out of the picture. So I don't know who these other Spotify listeners are. Uh, but yeah, just let us know and we will uh, compensate you with a gift. With a five below gift. Yeah. 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 I'm sure I'm sure we're gonna have people just jumping at this. Like, yeah, let me let me make sure I get this. People trying to get their numbers up. Yeah, give them a little give them some fucking candy from five below. Oh my goodness. Hey. Yeah. That's not too shabby. Uh, but I did want to cover one thing. So I know Bear, you talked about having a lot of dark dreams. Uh, I think you said before and after Cortland was born, right? Oh, yes. Um, So I actually had a dream, and it wasn't dark. I haven't had any dark dreams yet, which is weird because my mind is always in a weird mental state. Um, I'm kind of all over the place with my mental health. but I'm an agent of darkness. um, (laughs) But I had a really odd dream. So I, in my dream, I I was taking a nap, and Sierra, like, yelled at me, and she's like, Zach, Zach, wake up. 
And she's like, I don't know what the fuck Denver's doing right now. And I look and I get up and Denver is crawling. And she's this <laughs> size. So she weighs six pounds something, right? Hopefully more than 6.2. Our appointment is tomorrow, our one-month appointment. Um, hopefully, so she's six pounds. She's as little as she is now, but she's like crawling. And she's crawling fast as shit. So scary. And my first thought is, Bear and Lex are going to be so pissed. Denver's somehow <laughs> crawling before Corwin. I'm like, I don't know if I should be proud of her right now or if there's something medically wrong. Why is she crawling right now? She get, she can't even sit. She can't really do anything right now except cry, piss, and shit, and sleep. And, I, and she's literally like crawling around like a little speed demon. And I was like really worried. And I actually was like, let's call Lexi. Like, I need to figure this out. So I don't think to call the pediatrician. I think to call Lexi on why Denver is crawling at four weeks old. Um, but yeah, that was my dream. My name, Alexis Viola, <laughs> MA, BCBA to PhD. PhD. No, yeah. MD. 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 Yes. So yeah, that was my dream. It was really spooky though. I mean, it was something out of a horror movie. Like imagine her that tiny crawling. That would be creepy. It's like no, one of those um, babies. Yeah, no, that would actually, store. I would actually be scared. <laughs> yes, dude, I'd fucking run. Like, so if, that if was I my walked, dream. If I walked in the house and I just saw her like crawling oh through God. the doorway, oh, here, dude, dude I'd be like, I'm gone. Shit. I'm out. Yeah, Bye. I remember it being weird though, because Sierra and I didn't know. Like, should we be proud of her right now? Like, do we have a record breaking baby, or is there something seriously demon baby? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Is she yes. possessed? Yes, there's. Uh, a, yeah, but that was my dream. It's an angry. Spirit, have you guys you had know? any uh, recent dreams? Anything scary? Um, I had a weird dream the other night, but I don't remember what it was. It, like it Cortland involved? Yeah, it might come to me. You talk about yours and no, I mean honestly, mine mine kind of like stopped. Good. Uh, yeah, my, my my like my fucking crazy dark dreams of death and destruction involving <laughs> me, uh, me and my family. Yeah, those those have uh, for the most part. Do you stopped. feel more secure though? Like, do you feel like? Because I know, like, Cortland is so much more durable now, I feel like, than when you were having those dreams. Like, do you feel like that might play a factor? Like, I feel like that, like, worry kind of just, you know, when you first have them, like, it is sort of just, like, obviously it's just so new. Um, I think it's a, almost an insecurity. Like, it, No, it, 100% it is because, yeah. like, all this, you know, you go from just, you know, all you really got to care, you know, worry about is yourself, you know, and, you know, obviously, you know, your spouse, but, you know, don't really have to like worry about them right you know they're their own person they can take care of themselves they're an adult then you have you know this little baby and you're 100 responsible for their health and well-being and right not like they're completely dependent on you and so it is a it is it is a very big transition right yes. so you know but now that he can like roll over really well and he can sit up on his own i feel like there's definitely a little bit less there's, a, there's more worries for some things for some it's but the things you were having dreams about because i know a lot of yours were based on like his sleep right um, not, not, like, like not necessarily like a lot, there was, I, was I would like say just like a lot of anxiety for crawling off a building. I, I would say, oh, yeah, yeah, I would shit. say just like a lot of anxiety generally, um, I guess coming out in my dreams of just, you know, ma- you know, taking care of him, I guess, generally speaking. Cause right. yeah, I mean, it was just, my dreams were always like, you know, he's like rolling off the bed and getting hurt or, you know, what, like the craziest one was like before he was even born, like I had a, uh, like a recurring dream. Cause I had this dream multiple times where for whatever reason, me and Lexi are like hiking on a cliff and like we cross this bridge and like we have the baby and for whatever reason I put him down and he like just crawls off this bridge. Yeah. Well, that's like, like irresponsible parenting. 100%. 100%. <laughs> you don't, uh, you don't put Is it your, like the bridges that we actually like go over when we go hiking in the mountains? Like a, like a death bridge you know what i mean like a murder well bridge. like you know those ones yeah. that it's like Most just bridges. like a plank of like wood that you have to walk no on. i know what you're talking about you guys no, walk on a plank of wood it's yeah. a, it's more like a log well it's like yeah if you fall you die 
Well, no, oh, but okay. I mean, you drop like maybe like eight feet into like no, a no, this, shallow. You wouldn't bring Cortland over it. No. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, I don't know. Listen. We've seen people bringing that's, the babies. That's not a dangerous bridge. That's not a dangerous <laughs> bridge, guys. I would bring Cortland over that bridge. The bridge that I was having in my dreams is literally like a fucking murder bridge. Like if that if you go over that bridge, that bridge collapses. If you are fall you scared off that of heights? Bridge, no, I'm not scared I'm of heights. Terrified. So of you're heights. terrified of heights. Terrified of heights. Maybe huh. are. Would you do? Uh, have you seen Devil's Bridge in Arizona? No. Oh, I'll have to show you a picture. Sierra and I did it. Maybe the and mixing was, of our genetics has somehow created a like, fear of heights. When for me. we went hiking, so the place I'm talking about, we go hiking like every time we are in Tennessee. There's this, there's this, I, I don't know what to call it. It's called Cade's Cove, but I don't know how to explain it. It's like a, it's like an old community, but it's uh-huh. now like historical. But you drive through it, but, um, and it's like literally in the valleys of the mountain. But, um, then there's like, Parts where you can pull off and hike and stuff and there's one that we always do abram falls and you're literally going up the side of the mountain down the side of the mountain up the side of the mountain and down back to to get oh, to a shit. waterfall well we were going and we were on the side of the mountain and it wasn't like really well paved right there and we're going up in the elevation and he's like he runs when we go hiking like he literally <laughs> goes so fast and i'm trying to go like keep up with him but we're also on the side of the mountain and it's getting higher and higher and higher and i start hyperventilating because i start freaking Mm. out of the heights and then also like the elevation was different and i like literally was like i can't breathe i think i'm gonna and then i was like because i can't breathe i'm like what if i pass out and i fall off the side of the mountain right now oh my gosh like because there's no railing and i was just like i panicked we also went we did the ropes course they have them like at like um Ripley's believe it or not or something like that but there was one in this lodge that we were staying at in Tennessee Uh and I was like oh I can do it you know it's like maybe nine feet off the ground and then there's like a higher level I got up there I got I was shaking I was so scared Brandon's like just come on come on he got me into the middle of it I couldn't get back down the people had to come and help me get down because I couldn't I was like literally like shaking and sweating because we we were like I don't know. It was like literally like eight feet off the ground. Yeah, I, d- I don't really understand this fear of heights. I mean, as long as like what? you're not you don't fa- understand it. I mean, as long as you're not like falling, you make I mean, one mistake, you're fucking gone. Do you are you scared most. of heights? So okay, no, I'm I'm scared of heights. Like in in terms of uh, like buildings, for some reason, like I can I can do like the mountains and stuff. Like Devil's Bridge, I wasn't scared. Yeah, it's just about but to like say. like those building. You're secure though. No, 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 no. Like the videos. Have you seen the videos of the idiots holding on to like oh, the buildings yeah, in New that York? Gives me Dude, so I want to throw anxiety. up. I want to die when I watch I those agree. videos. I agree. I agree that's. Like, hey, what about Horseshoe Bend when we went there? Um, no Horseshoe. Uh, it made me feel a little sketchy because that, that was easy to was fall. Nuts. People die there every year. I I was scared in um. The v- v- vagina hike. What was it called? Birthing cave. Birthing cave. It looks like a vagina. Yeah. But in yeah. Arizona, in Sedona, they have this hike where, like, you literally go. The hike wasn't sketchy. No. But when you're up there, it's like walls, like. I'm going to find a Like almost 90 degree walls that you, like, kind of have to, like, just sit on. And if you fall, I mean, you're you're in for a. It's not that far down. It's an entire mountain. It's pretty far down. <laughs> no, I'm, a, I'm an idiot when we go hiking, honestly. I have absolutely no fear of heights. I'm the idiot who's, like, climbing on the side of the mountain. Yeah. He and literally will go off trail and, like, he's yeah, climbing sketchy. up the side of the canyons and the mountains. And that's, That is a vagina cave, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, that sure the fuck is. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, what Was the that fuck? our picture? 
No, I oh, just, just found it. it online real quick. That just looks like a freaking split wide open vagina, yeah, guys. Yeah, that's what the baby sees when they're that's, coming into that, this that world. That is no doubt what they see, like 100%, dude. Oh, man. But, uh, yeah, speaking of seeing vaginas, that was exactly one month ago. Uh, that is when Denver was brought into this earth. Oh, she yeah, is she's one, one month, month old. So it was the fastest month of my life. How about you? Uh, I can't. I just can't comprehend like november literally was like it it was so quick well now one month of being a dad how do you feel um so i think the first week was really really hard took a toll but then i've honestly enjoyed the ride ever since um there's definitely a few moments um last night in particular i was very cranky uh, I definitely have some cranky moments. Yeah. And I, I asked Sierra this morning, I'm like, am I going to be a cranky old man? Like, this is, <laughs> I just, I like catch myself too. And I like, I keep apologizing to Sierra. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm just being so cranky right now. Um, but other than that, I love every second of it. Um, I love taking care of her. I think she's, you know, she's still so little, so she doesn't necessarily have a personality right now, but she definitely does some things that I just obsess over. I love her little stretches. Uh, I love her, her sleeping faces. Uh, I love the way she smells. I love her hair. I you love that baby doo doo smell. Oh, dude! Oh, it's mm. yeah. <laughs> you love uh, it all. Okay, that's creepy. Um, <laughs> yeah, I really do. I just love her so much. I just I can't wait to just keep watching her grow. I just think it's so weird. I feel like I know we only saw we saw Cortland once a week, right? <clears throat> and I feel like he grew up so freaking fast. But I feel like Denver has been in this stage for so long, this newborn stage. It's weird. Mm-hmm. That's what I was saying. It's like the fastest, but yet like the longest right. amount of time. It yeah. feels like because it's you can't remember what life's like before them, so it feels so long. Mm-hmm. But it's they're just changing so much that it's like how is how are they already a month old right it's insane one trait i do hate though sorry denver she kicks (laughs) her fucking socks off every time i put on her socks she just kicks them right off (laughs) i swear like she'll go and she'll she'll kick her socks off and then she grabs them and she puts them beside her i think she does it on purpose (laughs) it's the weirdest thing putting her sock on right put that sock back on she just kicks both of them it's a little chilly chilly you got to keep those socks on denver yeah, I definitely like the onesies better so I can avoid the socks, but the onesies suck with the outlet because like what I'll do is we're getting her ready for bed and I'll put the onesie on. She's kicking out of it. She fucking hates it. Right. I put, I zip her up and do that. And then Sierra's like, Oh, did you put the outlet on? I'm like, Fuck it. <laughs> so then I got to take it off and then put it on her. Him. Always. You used to do that too. Still my, bro, does. My dumb, ass, my, dumb ass has, my dumb ass has legitimately put my son in a onesie with no diaper on. Dude, I've almost like, done that before. Too. Literally put a, put his whole thing on, zip him up. I'm like, I'm like something's missing. Something's missing here. You're like, why are you like uh, so loose? And then he'll forget to take the outlet back off in the morning when he has to drop him off with my mom. Oh, you keep it on. <laughs> Oh Sometimes. yeah, no, I've, I've I've left it on for sure. And then like I come home, the, the stupid things like ringing. <laughs> oh my I'm, gosh! I was like, I'm like, where the fuck? <laughs> That's hilarious. Ava didn't know what it was the other day when you left it on. She was like, um, he has this weird thing on his foot, but I didn't know what to do with it, so I just this kept it on all day. On <laughs> it looks, I don't know why she says it like she couldn't have easily just like texted me and been like, can I take this off? <laughs> This weird. Wait, was it? So was it ringing? Yeah, I, I can't. Yep. That yeah. noise. Yeah, that shit drives me. It crazy. makes me panic. Oh my god! Any parent like knows it, that. Like just one. like not panic because there's something wrong. Like overstimulated yes. panic. I'm just like, Ugh. yes, like she kicked shut both of her up. socks off already. By the way, 
Wait, Bear, what did you do? Did it sh- eventually, like, shut off? The I just unplugged it, yeah. Oh. I was like, yeah, I'm just unplugging this bitch. Yeah. Yeah, so the outlet. Okay, this is a question that Sierra and I had for you guys. What what did his sleep look like his first month? Oh, yeah. I think we could probably go back in the app. Oh, yeah, you probably have a record of it. So her sleep, I don't know, like, I think the outlet's great as far as safety. I just don't know how it is as far as, like, actually predicting if they're sleeping or not. Because there's times she's wide awake, and it will say she's sleeping. It's just, it's detecting movement and, like, heart rate. Because her sleep says poor or okay, like, almost every night, and she's... Basically sleeping. I think it, well. I think it also goes off. I think it's like more accurate when they're bigger um, because it like it, it fits their foot a little better because. Well, and her sleep window is what? 20 to 50 minutes Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just like, it's probably not going to tell you. Because it is poor technically. Exactly. Yeah. She's sleeping for like 30 minutes at a time, waking up, sleeping for another 30. Yeah. So, but the way the thing works is it's using like an infrared light to like. Yeah. Like try and like detect like a, a vein or an artery and then that's right. how it's like you know, detecting you know the heart rate and the blood oxygen and shit like that so right. like when they're so small it's really not picking it up very well but when they get bigger i feel like it's a lot more accurate because like now when he's up and we have the mo- like we have the monitor where we can actually see him yeah like the monitor if the outlet says he's up you, we check the monitor he's up if it says oh he's really sleeping, so yeah. it is yeah, it's pretty accurate That's interesting. now. Yeah, but when he was a uh, yeah when he was smaller, I I, I thought kind of the all same over thing. The place. I was like I was like this thing's like completely... spent money on this. Yeah, yeah. I was like this thing's kind of fucking useless, dude. It's not really working because it's like oh he's awake and then you look he's like no no he's yes. Not. So but... I hate I hate to say this because it's a scary thought, but does that do you guys know what would happen if something was wrong? Um, Hypothetically, if a baby's like never... heart stopped beating, what would happen? It's never. They well, so it has the you know the ring colors yeah. change based off of like what's happening, um, but it'll sing like a different song or give you a different alert. We've never had it happen. It's only ever given us like the it's not connected disconnected thing. Yeah. thing. Yes. Um, but Kayla said that she's had it a couple of times where like you know it's different because I told her I was like, is it the same tune? Yeah. Like what is it? And she's like, no, it's different. She didn't tell me what exactly it was. I don't think. But well, um, is happened, everything okay with? It? Does she know why it went off? Yeah. Well, Everly would just like. Hold her breath. Oh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, and it goes off? Like, it re- yeah. responds quick. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. She no. said, Interesting. She said that Everly would just, like, hold her breath sometimes. Is it, like, a positive song, though? Like, <laughs> no, I think it's, Ring around like, the rosies? Like, like <laughs> no, I think it's, like, a... Okay. It's, no, like, yeah, exactly. Aired. It's, uh... One time it went off for him while I was watching him, but it was because I took it off his foot, and, like, he was, like, playing with it in his hand. Oh, you uh, didn't tell me that. <laughs> it, well, no, you, 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 like, messaged me, like, oh, my God, is something wrong? Oh, I got a no- I was at work and I got a notification uh, on my phone. Oh my god, like your heart dropped. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a siren that goes off. Oh it, my it'll gosh. say it'll say check your little one or something Does like that. Does it really? Yeah. It talks? Well, no, it doesn't talk, but oh, like it'll oh, show alert. up it'll show on up your on phone. your phone. <laughs> like like it'll do like a notification on your phone, like check your little one, they're in danger, they need help or something like that. Holy shit. Yeah, it'll oh. be like an alarm. Yeah, because I've just been like terrified that this is gonna happen. Like I just and I know that there's like a good chance like something like that, like it could be just a false alarm, but like I feel like I'm just like waiting. It's it sounds fucked up, but like I feel like I'm just waiting for something. I think the owl scary to is happen. something very positive yeah. in technology, but also something very negative. Yes. I know it just got its like FDA approval back too, um, or something like that. Um, it but, like gives you anxiety, but it also yeah. gives you peace of mind. It's weird, and that's why we didn't buy it originally because I was kind of I was hesitant because I was worried that it was going to give me like Too more. Much anxiety. It was going to make me more hyper focused on his sleep than already. But then when he was on the oxygen, and we were used to being able to see the oxygen levels um, at the hospital because he was hooked up to the monitors the entire time, right. I was like. Um, 
we need to get one. And the then my friend, my friend Autumn, she had one, and she's like, I don't use it. You can just have it. Oh. Um, so we were very lucky for Autumn being able to give us that because um, we didn't even ha- – my mom picked it up when we were on our way home from the hospital. My mom went to Autumn's, got it, went to the pharmacy, got my medications, and met us back at the oh, house. Oh, so you had it right away. Yeah, so we had it that night. Um, but I think it's like a good thing and a bad thing because it makes you – it's a, it's an ease – to your mind yes. that like something will go off but at the same time you're like constantly looking like at least I know we were where we were like what's his oxygen levels at what's his heart rate at right. even now still like sometimes uh, like when he was sick a couple weeks ago I was watching it and I was like why is his heart rate more elevated than it normally is when he's sleeping usually it's at this but now it's at this right. like reassurance can almost be a bad yeah. thing yeah you kind of obsess over it yeah because uh, I mean well, yeah I mean I kind of liked it because like when he was little you didn't have to when he was like an infant and the newborn. You didn't have to get out of bed to check on him. Uh, yeah, you know, like you didn't have to get up. You can know, see his heart and, beat and he's breathing. Exactly. Yeah, you yeah. just look at the the app and it just kind of gives you a little reassurance. Uh, and you know, you just go back to sleep. Helped helped us sleep a little bit better. I feel like because otherwise, you know, it's just like when they sleep soundly, you just kind of get like a little worried sometimes. You're just like, are they okay over there? You know, because like they're just sleeping so good and you know. Especially normally, when they first start to sleep through the night, <laughs> you're like, yes, oh, they didn't wake up. Why didn't they wake up? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You Like, I remember multiple times waking up at, like, 4 in the morning because, like, normally he would wake up at, like, 3, 4. He's hungry. We feed him a bottle and he'd go back to sleep. Then he stopped doing that a couple of times, and eventually he just stopped doing it entirely, yeah. sleeping through the night. And you you just wake up, and you're just like, he hasn't woken up yet. What's wrong? What's going on? What's wrong? And yeah. Like, you just have it, like, programmed in your mind that, like, he's going to wake up. And so when he doesn't, it was really nice to have the outlet so you can just check it. And like, right. Okay, no, he's just, he's just sleeping. He's just sleeping. He's just chilling. Yeah, we're definitely kind of on, like, Denver's on a pretty good schedule in terms of, like, she knows kind of when her wake time is to eat and, and do that. And did Cortland have, like, a set wake time? Because hers mm-hmm. are literally, like, she loves, she'll be eyes closed all day. Everyone gets mad because they want to see her eyes open. Like, you guys, I don't know if you guys have even seen her eyes open. Yeah, yet. she's got them open right now, yeah. yeah. She's got a, I was looking but at her. But her wake time, like, the all like almost guaranteed is 11 p.m. and 4 a.m. She's just like, yeah, I'm awake. I want to fucking look at. Yeah, things his right was so weird. His was similar. Like he would eat around like 10 or 11, and then go back to sleep, and then he would wake up between like 2:30 and 4. Like it was like always like give or take like 30 minutes. Right, so it was right. like sometime around like 10:30, 11. Sometime around like 3, 3:30, and then again around like 5:30, 6:30. And then he'd be up for the day around, like, (laughs) 9. Yeah. But we only really had, like, one true middle-of-the-night feed, and that was, like, his 3 a.m. one. Yeah, that's nice. Because he would go to sleep around 10 and then wake back up 3 and then around, like, 5 or 6. Did you have to wake him up, or was he just waking up? I didn't wake him up to feed him because he was so big that, like— Weight was never a concern for right. him. Right. Um, so, and he was very regular, like every three to four hours, which is what they told me anyway. So I never woke him up to feed, but I also, I was just pumping and I wasn't trying to breastfeed and I only pumped for two weeks because I just never got my milk supply. And so, yeah. How's breastfeeding been going for you? It's, um, I, I'm just so worried she's not going to hit her weight. I, she will. It's just because I don't know how much I'm producing, you know? So it's just I have no clue. And I haven't started pumping yet. I'm actually going to start that this week, just like one pump session during a day because when I get back to work, 
uh, when the new year comes, like if I have a session and it's during her feeding time, like someone needs to feed her, you know, I have to have some sort of milk supply built for her. Yeah, and you don't um, want her to get to the point where, like I hear all the time of people who their babies like won't take a only bottle. latch on the Right, nipple. right, yeah. And like I have uh, weddings coming up, you know, and then <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, weddings coming up in the new year. So obviously when I'm working a Easy. wedding... I can't bring her to breastfeed, you know, especially when my weddings are hours away. And so it's hard. And yeah, I'm going to start pumping this week, but it's been going well. It just makes me so anxious that I don't know how much I'm producing. So I don't know really how much she's eating. Yeah. So that's why I just have some worry that That makes sense. So, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, yeah, I just, I mean, I didn't ever breastfeed, but I knew that that was like a worry of mine. And so right. I always kind of had it in my head that I was just going to pump yeah. just to see what I was making. Right. And I'm glad that I didn't just rely on breastfeeding. Cause yeah. I, it would, I was just talking about it with Kayla yesterday, but when I, um, when I was pumping and like trying, I was, tr- I tried so hard to be successful. Like I was every three to three and a half hours pumping middle of the night day like no matter what I was pumping and I would pump for the 20 minutes and I would do the high suction like they would tell you and I was trying to eat all the protein and drink all the water and do all the things that they were saying like to be successful and it would take me an entire day to just pump two to three ounces Mm -hmm. like a whole 24 hours worth of pumping I would only get two to three ounces yeah yeah, I, it's going to be interesting to see what, I, what I'm what i producing when I pump. It's just what everyone keeps telling me when I tell them that that's my worry is they're like, if she was hungry, she'd be screaming, crying yeah. all the time. Like, And her poops are big. And she has Trust massive me, poops. Like she pees a lot. So that's what everyone keeps saying. At least she's doing that. So I don't know. It's, just, it's interesting to see because we nervous. talked about this uh, during Sierra's pregnancy that we were so worried about me being the worrier. But I think Sierra is having a little bit more worry than we anticipated, which is okay. Normal. Yeah, I definitely worry about a lot yeah you do like i'm like wow this is so un-sierra like you're usually so laid back but ever since you became a mom those worries have um escalated quite a bit a healthy way i don't think you're making yourself miserable but no i'm not but it's just like everything like like, well i feel like like i'm personally not worried about her weight because i know like i mean knock on wood i hope everything's great our our appointment tomorrow but I personally am very confident that she's getting everything she needs like she seems satisfied she's pooping well she's peeing well um, but Sierra like refuses to believe it. She's like, oh, she's too small. Right. I still, which I mean, it's hard because yeah. she was born so small, so it's definitely more crucial. But um, yeah, I think also, she, she eats like a champ. Breast milk has more fat in it than formula, um, oh. and they don't need to eat as much of it. So, like, if you're giving her breast milk, she might, and like, especially like as she gets older, mm-hmm. your breast milk changes to like fit the needs of her. So. Oh. Like, she might still be eating only two ounces in a month from now um, or two months from now, but it's uh-huh. going to have the nutritions that she needs, so she doesn't necessarily need to eat more of it, from oh. what I've understood. Yeah, yeah, like that's interesting. like, what I saw when I was researching. That's so interesting. Yeah, I, I guess we'll see tomorrow. We'll see how I feel tomorrow, but... Yeah, I'm excited. We'll I think. update next uh, next podcast She on definitely that. seems a little okay. bigger from... The, yeah, uh, she the is. first time we saw her, so I'd be surprised here if she wasn't like you know six and a half pounds or something like that. That's really? a, that was our prediction. Yeah, six, that was yeah. six point pr- five. I think we said. Yeah, if she has gained, that's what okay, I think. Okay, there's her eyes open. She wide She's awake. Wide awake. Oh, now she. Oh, oh. big yawns. Good okay. morning, sunshine. It's just so. And another thing with. Want to talk? Uh, Want to talk? <laughs> 
Another thing with clothing is different brands are definitely not consistent with sizing because she obviously in is toes. in, she's still in pr- some preemie stuff, but then she's in some newborn stuff that fits her right. And that's then the, just, that's every size. Cause yeah. there's like, he can still wear three to six month or six to nine month sleepers in some brands. Uh-huh. But then these clothes are like, a, the shirt is like a two T. Holy shit. Uh, that's so, so interesting. Like, yeah, right. And, but the pants, right. but then these pants are three to six month or six to nine month. I don't oh. know. Like, See, that's what, yeah, yeah, and that's what's, I hate that, it, it's like that with brands, because some preemie stuff, it's like, way too, uh, way too small on her, but then some fits her great, and so I'm like, what, same with newborn, so, I don't know, I'm just really worried, but I guess we'll find out tomorrow, um, but side note, Bear, I heard you're uh, pureeing um, meat for Cortland, did oh, you try it? No, he's buying pureeing I bought some oh, you're pureeing buying meat for him. Pure- Yes, I I want to do. I'm gonna give him a good bison steak. I know he'll like that. But, um, yeah, you know, some of the ones we got Did were. Did you like make a bet? Uh, how, could you mention bison every podcast? <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was Denver's first appearance on the podcast. That was cuter than hell. I'll tell you what. It's okay, girl. Yeah, I swear you somehow managed to bring up bison every podcast. I, you know, I definitely do. He's a bison advocate. Yes. I do like me some bison, a good old American bison. That shit's gooder than hell. Um, but uh, we, I bought him, like, a couple of different pureed meats, and some were, like, he liked one of them. Um, it was, uh, it was like, beef, sweet potato, okay, and no, pea. But those ones are fine because they're mixed with other stuff. The ones that Sierra's talking about is the video that I sent her of that disgusting <laughs> ass gelatin okay. bullshit. Okay, listen. Did you try it yourself? No, he refused to try it. No, it looked, and I it told him, I said, gross. "You okay. can't." He's like, "Just because he literally showed it to me, and I gagged. Like I gagged just looking at it." He's like, "You're so dramatic." I said, "Why don't you try it then?" And he's like, "I don't want to try it." I'm like, "Then don't feed it to him. Like if you're not willing to eat it yourself, you shouldn't feed it to him." Listen. Um, <laughs> It did look pretty gross. I'm gonna be completely honest. It looked really gross. It was um, it was like a chicken and chicken broth puree, and then it was a beef and a beef broth puree. It was really those liquidy, two, right? Those no, two. It, it was like Jello. No, it was like. Oh, that was the Jello one. Like, oh, you sent a Snapchat of that one. Yeah. Yeah, those, yeah, yeah. those two were pretty rough. I'm gonna be honest. Uh, <laughs> and he, he hated them. He gagged and choked. Yes, really? Yes. He was just like, Do "What you have are a video you of him feeding me?" It? I don't think we saved one. Uh, but yeah, he he did not like them. And it but, smelled like tuna. Oh. Wait, that was bought. Yeah, yes. from where? Yes, you, uh, it was. It was like you know the, a popular brand, uh, like the like I don't I don't remember I don't know what the brand was, but it was a popular brand. It was just like beef and beef broth, chicken and chicken broth. They also had turkey and turkey broth. Um, but yeah, those ones were pretty rough. I mean, they were just like they tasted or and they smelt, you know, they smelt like meat. You know, they just smelt like oh yeah, just like meat. You know, whenever if you were to just boil chicken and smell it, that's what it smelled like. What it smelled like? Meat. Meat. <laughs> <laughs> smell like fucking meat dude and yeah it was it was kind of tough i mean i and because obviously all we've really fed him at this point is like you know sweet like you know like vegetables and shit like that but which are kind of like mild flavored and then like he gets like the sweet uh like fruits and berries and stuff like that purees and then you hit him with the with the meat puree there's a straight meat puree and it's 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 pretty pretty harsh you know it's just i i smelt the chicken one and it literally just smelt like the most chickeny chicken you've ever smelt <laughs> like, oh. so gross. yeah so like you hit him with that and he's just like what the hell is this? So what has his favorite food been so far? He definitely likes, like, the banana purees. Like. Oh, the banana. The one I just fed him, um, it's banana, oats, and blueberries. Mm, that sounds like I would like that. Yeah, but he likes the, um, I the last few weeks I've been giving him, like, there's a banana, um, 
a banana, apple, and oats, and then a banana, blueberry, and granola or something like that. And there was a banana, pumpkin, and granola. He really oh. likes all those ones. He's not a huge fan of sweet potato, though. Oh, interesting. He likes squash, but not sweet potato. Huh. So um, do you guys think that I'm the asshole for kind of getting a little upset when people only say she looks like Sierra? <laughs> Like, everyone, like, swipes up on my story or messages me, like, oh, my God, she looks just like her mama. And I'm like, she kind of looks like me, too. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, no, she doesn't. <laughs> she does. I think she looks like me. I, so, Lexi, Lexi made the best comparison, and she said what Sierra and I have been saying. I think she looks just like Sierra with her eyes closed and, like, her side profile. But then I think she looks like when her eyes are open, that is my twin. You guys have very similar yeah, noses. Yeah, we kind of look alike. Like, nose and it's just like sierra's goes up a little bit more like hers but i mean yeah like i said i think i think she must have your eyes because when your her eyes are open i see you like the eye shape but when her eyes are closed i only see sierra yeah Yeah. i agree with that i agree i feel like when i look at her it's one or the other like i don't ever see like both of us like sometimes with Cortland, i can kind of see both of you whereas like denver i feel like i only see one or the other like sometimes she looks exactly like sierra then sometimes she looks like me. No one has messaged me. Oh my God, she looks so much like her daddy. So cute. It's always Sierra, Mama. Oh my gosh, she's her mom's twin. I'm like, all right, thanks. Well, Court was my twin, so what did you? Yeah, think? did that bother you, Bear? Um, no. I don't okay, think so. I'm an asshole. Well, yeah, I don't think so. Okay, but I will say when people did say that Court looked like Brandon, I'm like, no, he doesn't. He looks no, like me. Okay, but I, come on, you have to. Do you see a little bit of both, though? I do now. Like, definitely, the older, like your features. The older he gets, the more I'm feeling like he's starting to look like Brandon. Um, but yeah, it's I a, just yeah, it's it's a mix. But I definitely like. If I had to like pick one, I'm like, all right, I'll pick Lexi. <laughs> nice, Court. Who do you think you look like? Oh. <laughs> Well, yeah, when do they start speaking, like, uh, Babel? When did he start that? Starting, I mean, he does the, like, Baba, Mama, Dada. He only does Mom, though, when he's mad. What? Oh, my God, dude. I just saw something really bad. uh, Okay, this was... God, I thought there was a fucking (laughs) scorpion on the floor. No. Okay, sorry, guys. I'm watching NFL Red Zone while we're doing the podcast, and... It's like getting ready to throw the babies away from here. One of, like, the dudes in the chain gang, I swear to God, I think he just snapped his his leg in half. Are you serious? Alvin Kamara literally just, like, snapped a dude's leg in half on the chain gang, I think. Oh, man. Can you imagine, like, going to work thinking, you know, everything's going to be okay? It looked bad. You're just in the chain gang, and then you fucking snap your leg? (laughs) Dude. That would suck. Yeah, they're like stopping the game. I think this dude literally. It's that bad? Yeah. Holy yeah, shit. They, they didn't even show it. It was it was rough. Really? Yeah. It, yeah. You gotta look. You guys gotta look that one up. Oh, but that's sad. Yeah. He he looked in like he was like literally in agony, and I just like peeked down. I'm like, what's going on? Imagine because, imagine being his family. Bro, Camara like goes to walk over there, like help him up, and he just like sees him, and he's like, ooh, he just he really he what he literally just went like, oh, I'm gonna walk away, like I'm Damn. getting sued for. The- like, I'm sure you can't. No, you, he won't get in trouble. No, I'm sure there's yeah. some sort of like, yeah, you, like you're on the sideline, bro. You might get your. Did fucking, he get shoved out or like how did it? Yeah, the, the, exactly. Yeah, Alvin Kamara got shoved out and like he fell into like the dude's legs and yeah. just old. Yeah, all of, of Twitter is saying that he just broke the fuck out of some chain guy's leg. Oh, Ooh, that's yep. sad. Can you imagine? Like I used to watch Sierra like on because uh, she did UNC photography, so I used to watch her in football and basketball games. Can you imagine like watching your family member to just see him? Oh, it's so cool to see him on the sideline. Just see him snap their that fucking leg. That was actually when I would photograph, because uh, I, I started 
I can't remember what year I started, but um, it's like 2017. Yeah, I did more basketball than I did football games. I mean, I did football games, but not that many. I was so scared. Well, basketball, you're closer. Would, I know. Every time they would come close to me, like them falling right on me, or like with yeah. football, them running out and hitting. Oh my god! Yeah, you have like a fast break in basketball. You're running, sprinting down the court, dude. You see those photographers and stuff get wrecked all the time. I've always thought, like, dude, like, the fuckers in basketball, like, they sit way too close to the court. because dude, they'll way be, too close. They'll literally be going we, yes. full speed to try and get, like, a ball that's going out of bounds and just, like, dive into the crowd. I'm yeah. like, why don't we just move the crowd back? And there's, like, billionaires right there and, like, yeah. fucking Shaq's about to run. Have you ever seen that video of Shaq? He was about to hit the people yeah. on the thing, and they all get out of the way. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's like, oh, no, no, I don't want no I mean, dude, Shaq pound. could kill you. If he ran into yes, you. yes, yeah. like seriously, you could be seriously injured or murdered. Yes, yeah. We oh. were saying the guy was screaming on the oh, side. That's line. horrible. Oh yeah, I, I literally just peeked down because I saw Camara running it, and I got I got Camara on my fantasy team, and but he just goes out of bounds, gets pushed out of bounds, and he goes to like help the dude up, and the dude's oh. just like, he's just like ah. They, like, the NFL gosh. definitely makes him sign a contract, though. Oh yeah, no, because can't. they're high risk of getting hurt right there. I yeah, mean, they, that looked pretty rough. That yeah. looked pretty rough, and it, it, to get that injury as a, like an old man, like that is not. Oh, good, he was dude. old. It was like yeah, I mean, yeah, they're like usually old pretty dude. old. The chain game. Yeah, yeah, it was like a fifty-year-old man, dude. Like that's that's like a dude. Like you might not recover from that. Oh, like, dude, that's so. He's gonna. Oh man. Anyways, let's talk about something more positive. Oh, I know. I totally hijacked what we were talking about. Yeah, I was in the middle of speaking, but it's fine. <laughs> talking about what were we babbling um he only says mom when he's angry though you know he's like (laughs) mom and then otherwise it's just so interesting (laughs) 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 he is so observant yes like he got here and he was just staring at me talk about football we're talking about football right yeah Yeah. we're talking about college football and he was just like staring at me the whole time super interested in what i was saying so what did there you, you guys... Let's hear what he has to say. <laughs> oh. He's grabbing the mic. Now he's trying to eat the mic. <laughs> what did you guys worry right, about this week as a parent? Mm, that's a good topic. Um, I feel like I'm very concerned about the fact that he does not like his crawling position. Like, getting in it? Like, does he cry? Yeah. Ah. Yeah, I don't think I really do a whole lot of worrying anymore. I mean, uh, you're very chill. He just, he just he takes care of himself pretty well, honestly. I mean, he just kind of figures his shit he out. Takes care of himself. He just, does. I mean, he figures it. He's been figuring out all these scums. I mean, like, what what are we really doing? He just started babbling just out of nowhere, and you know, isn't that crazy? They just pick it up. They just pick it up. Yeah, they, like it's all you gotta do is just obviously take care of them, and then I, I think everything else kind of just comes along. At least, yeah. You know, now now that he's been here for almost eight months, I, I've kind of. Uh, Learned that myself that you know he pretty much just figures all this stuff out yourself himself and you don't yeah. really have to don't really have to like worry about it too much you know I was, like we were talking about earlier you, when you first have them there's like so many parent anxieties and stuff because it's all it's new, all new and crazy yeah. uh-huh. and then once you know eight months in obviously you know not that long but um, <laughs> definitely don't really worry as much like it, he pretty much is you know he's gotten sick a few times it's not fun right. it sucks but he gets better and you know. It, all, all the skills and stuff that kind of just come along. Right. What about you, Sierra? One month in, what's your what's your worries? What's your thoughts? Um. Well, we have taken her just to a few places at times when they're like not busy, and we'll put like if it's busy, we'll put um a swaddle like over her 
Uh, why am I blanking on the name right yeah, now? Yeah, you haven't loved bringing her around people. No, I hate bringing her places. Yeah. But there's sometimes where we have to. That's what makes me really anxious. But anyways, like yesterday, we were just in the area. Where were I can't remember where we were. We were in a store for some reason. Had to go into a store. And I kept saying to Zach, I'm like, I'm just so scared that she's just going to fall right over on her. And, like, there's no way this item was going to fall right over on her. But he's, like, just pushing her in her little. So weird. Yeah. We, like, switched roles. It's she got way like more worries than of anxiety. Yeah. yeah. Like, everything. Like, I worry, but, like, not as much as her, honestly. No, I thought you were going to be so bad, like, with her. Thanks. But you have. <laughs> but <laughs> you're going to be a horrible have. father. <laughs> no, see, so I get oh, what yeah, you're saying. I mean, like, with, worry, I mean with your worrying. worries. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I didn't clarify. With your worries, I thought you were going to be so anxious all the time, like, yeah. constantly checking out, like, constantly waking up in, in the honestly, middle of the Honestly, though, she's a tough little bitch. Like, yeah. Yeah, she, I fucks with her. She's strong as shit. She, <laughs> yeah. She'll just be sitting here, and she'll just, like, whip her neck, and she's so strong. I'm like, damn, like... Like kind of like you're saying, barely kind of take care of themselves. They <laughs> they are a lot more durable than you really think. Like they, obviously, like they are fragile in the sense that like right, you know, right. anything can hurt them. But they're pretty durable. Like I mean, even you know, obviously don't don't drop your baby, guys. But even like you drop your baby, like I feel like they're good. Like they're good to go. I, so it's like funny jello. you said that. So like I was really worried about like something horrible like that happening, or like dropping or hitting your head on the you know walking around a corner. And I actually looked it up just out of curiosity. I'm like, please. I hope I don't ever actually have to worry about this, but I'm just curious, you know? And they say, yeah, they're probably fine, I mean, which is weird. Like, you think dropping a baby, they would just die, but I guess they're, this again, is, like you said, please don't try this at home. Don't, yeah, that's not, no recommendation. Yeah, this is this is a horrible You probably parents. should go to jail if you try this Yeah, we're purpose. making horrible parental recommendations. It's like, yeah, you, your baby rolls off the, yeah, it's probably fine, like, really. But it's no. crazy. So I guess they're actually super, super durable. And there's a few things I've worried about, like, so Clover, most dreadful bark, in the history of all dogs, right? Yeah. And I'm like, I think Denver's going to go deaf. Deaf because deaf. She's going to go deaf. She's going to go deaf because this dog fucking screams. I looked it up, and I guess baby's hearing is not as sensitive as you think. Again, not a doctor. Listen to your pediatrician, not me. Don't just bring your baby to a heavy metal concert. But I guess they're hearing, and you can fact check me on this, I guess it's just as it's sensitive like, as ours. Yeah, it's not like uh, fully developed. Uh, and then obviously like, you know, the ear is smaller so it picks up less sound. Which is uh, interesting. But a, a funny like worry that I used to have when I would take Cortland out like for the first, when he was like, uh, when he was like a newborn. Uh, totally irrational uh, worry, but I just felt like for some reason someone was going to see me and see that I had a baby and just like fucking attack me. <laughs> what? And, and like to try and attack Portland. And like I would always like walk around. Oh, yeah, fuck that guy. I would always, like, like on edge, ready to fucking punch Dude, someone. I would always walk around like Publix and I'm just like, dude, I'm ready to fuck you like up. Like someone goes to ask you a question, you just fucking oh, punch dude, him. I'm going to fuck you up, dude. It's funny you said that when you went into the store the other day and I was sitting in the back seat with him. Oh my God. <laughs> Cortland has been trying to eat everything on set. Trying to eat Lexi's headphones right now. Um, but Brandon went into the store and I was sitting in the back seat with him. And um, I was like back there and I was like, oh, my God, the doors are unlocked. If somebody jumps into the car right now to steal the car, I can't get him out and myself out before they get out of the parking lot. Right. So I like I couldn't reach the button. So I went and I reached and locked all the doors manually. Because I was, I was it like, sucks somebody... you actually have to worry about yeah. crazy yeah. ass people. Or like when we're in the store together, like I literally keep one hand on him at all times when I'm reaching for something because I'm so scared that somebody is like, I'm going to turn my back for like two seconds to reach for something on the shelf. And in that two seconds, somebody's going to take him yeah. and be gone. And I'm yeah. not going to know. 
Yeah, I'm definitely more cautious of my surroundings. So, I mean, that you're a similar story. Uh, yesterday, we went to Walla, and there was this dude, like... Oh, my gosh. He, he was, was fucking tripping. gone, like, cracked out. Like, he literally, like, Sierra and I were watching him for, like, a good minute and a half, and he didn't blink. He just sat there and was staring. And I parked next to him, and I'm like, you know what? Because I was just running into the store. Denver and Sierra were going to stay in the car. Um, I was just... I can't remember what I was grabbing. Grabbing a drink or something. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I just went and I'm like, I'm going to not park right here because this guy's sketching me the fuck out. No, I went and I parked on the other side of But Walla. I forgot to say that thought to you, what Lexi just said. Like when we were sitting there, I'm like, oh my gosh, like what if someone just opens up the door somehow and drives off? I'm like, I, I can't locked, get well, myself I locked or that. her out. I locked it. I made sure. No, no, no. I know, but it was yeah. just a thought. Like what if someone just like, breaks our window and is like, I'm taking them today. Yeah. It, <laughs> it definitely scares me. Yeah. Getting like in and out of the car, like you do have like a weird like <laughs> protocol that you like exercise when you're getting out of the car and you know the baby's in the back seat i always feel like i leave like my driver's side door open like, i do too I so the out. door doesn't lock i'm so, like, so i'm terrified of accidentally locking him and i'll yeah. i'll check the lock i have my keys yeah. in my hand and i'm still like leave just one door open just in, yeah, what if my yeah. key fob right. breaks and yeah. then the the man the whole car just stops working see i'm impulsive so i would like break the window and then just to find out the door on the other side was open yeah right <laughs> literally literally just go can you imagine like Sierra walking out and i just take a fucking hammer and bash in my window open just throwing a shopping cart through the window so like, i had to save the baby <laughs> like sir the door is open <laughs> you left the one over there cracked like what are you doing <laughs> but yes i think i think there's a lot of anxiety around the car yeah. I don't like. Oh yeah, it's so weird though because our order of events is is weird. Like, say we just went to the grocery store, and we have groceries, and it's just kind of like weird. It's like, and sometimes we'll have the dog too, so it's like like the car, the car, baby's the here, dogs here, groceries here. What order are we about to do? Like, I don't. Yeah, it gets it's just weird. Like, obviously, baby always first, but I don't know. I feel like car and the cars and just driving in general, like we're a little like desensitized to it. But it's pretty fucking wild that we just get on the road with all these crazy motherfuckers and a giant metal fucking murder wagon. Yeah. It can literally just like anybody, you just trust everybody yeah. not to fucking right. be stupid yeah. and not kill you. But there's so many stupid people. There's so many, and then like there's like you're literally just trusting all the people around you just not to right. drive like an asshole. People that you don't like, you don't know. Like that's like that that is something that like once you do start driving with them, I feel like you start worrying about that so much more because yes. I, yes. I remember vividly like. I would drive and I would be like looking in my rear view mirror like at a stoplight and I'm like, I got to make sure these people behind me are not going to be like distracted and just like fucking go right through slam into me full speed. And, you know, I kind of like having like my Escalade because like a bigger car, you know, you feel a little more safe. safe, You know, if you get into a car accident, it's kind of just a battle of physics at that point. You know, if you're in a fucking Mazda Miata and I hit you with my Escalade, you're probably going to die and I'm probably going to (laughs) live. That's just that's just reality. That's just physics. And so. That makes me feel a little more comfortable, but it, I mean, it's just crazy how we just trust everybody to. It is. You know, it really is. Not be fucking stupid. You know, when it's just you, it's just kind of like, ah, whatever, dude. If somebody fucking rams into me and I die, whatever, dude. But I agree. when you got the kid, when you got Cortland and a whole different perspective in the car, it's just like, yeah, it is like a very anxiety-inducing experience that you just don't really expect. It's I, like, you just have to drive like everyone's an idiot because most people are. Yeah. So like like Sierra's used to hate this trait of me, but I think you get it now with the baby because I and always after, drove paranoid. Yeah, I was taught to drive paranoid. <laughs> so like when I when I'm driving straight and I see someone pulling up to a stop sign, I let off the gas and I put my foot right next to the brake because I'm ready for them to pull out. Yeah. That's how I've always driven. Yeah. So now, 
I feel like I was already prepared, so it's not that big of an adjustment for me. Whereas Sierra gets like, you're not even really driving yet because Sierra still can't even sit up straight. So yes. she have not driven yet. No, I have um, not drove in a very long time now. Yeah. That's why I'm sitting sideways on this couch. You can't sit straight yeah, you look, up and down yet. Yeah. You look comfortable, though. I'm so You're probably not. Yeah, I was about to say, you look comfortable. My ass hurts so bad still. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else is there? I know we had some things we wanted to discuss. What do you want to discuss? Um, transitioning back, you going back to work. I don't oh, know if it's... Oh, yeah, I wanted to talk to you about that. Yeah, uh, well, he's back in the office now. He was working two weeks remote, which was nice. Yeah, um, so I did, I did basically a week of just no work, and then I yes. did two weeks remote. And then now he's back in the office, but I wanted to talk my, like, before you guys get going... I don't know if it's my hormones or what it was, but I was so, I don't know if it was anxious, upset, what it was, but I had him home for three weeks that when he was going back, I like was so upset. I was crying the night before. I did not yeah. want him to go back. I was nerve. I don't know what I was nervous about. I think the transition and also I'm not, I am not healed yet, especially with my tailbone. So a lot of things worried. for me, I was so worried because a lot of things for me aren't easy like for me to get up and down is not easy like not as she, independent as you no i cannot be like i'm really not that independent i'm like once i'm sitting i'm sitting for a long time like it is a lot for me to get up right i was so worried that if she had something i was and i couldn't like rush in enough time yeah. because of how i'm not fully mobile yet i mean i can't even sit up and down like i'm laying on a couch right now right. um if we're in the car i am laying sideways in the back seat because i cannot sit straight up and down but I was so upset with you going back to work. I was like, please, just, I wish you could work remote because you were such amazing help. And, like, uh, I was like, am I going to be, like, you know, a shit mom if I can't get up right away? But because it, it, Yeah, we actually practiced. Before I went off yeah. to work, we actually practiced some scenarios. I'm like, okay, I'm going to just run because we usually do everything together. I'm like, all right, how about I just go pick up the food by myself and you stay here, you know, for 30 to an hour. 30 minutes to an hour and see how you do alone. Like, let's see if you make it. And uh, you did great. And it's just not. It's, there's definitely inconveniences, yeah, but I think. A lot of inconveniences yeah. and it definitely does suck um, not being mobile for myself. But the days go by so fast. I mean, I'm so exhausted that like sometimes when, you know, now that she naps, I take a nap or I'm taking care of Clover or I'm just now getting back into work. So I'm just replying to emails and DMs and I'm starting to get back into editing. So the days do go by really fast because I thought they were going to go by super slow with you at work. But um, yeah, it's been fine. It was just a transition for sure. But you and Bear can talk now. Yeah, I think it um, it actually was not as bad as I expected, to be honest. Um, I thought it was like going to feel like the end of the world. Like, oh, this is so horrible. Like, I, it's not anything with my job. I'm fine with my job, but I'm like, oh, being away from her. But it does suck. Like, obviously, I want to be with her all the time, and I want to support Sierra all the time and spend time with them. And that was so enjoyable being with them for, you know, three weeks. But going back, like, I think it just that sense of pride of like, I have to do this and this is going to, you know, create a better life for her. And this, you know, it, it sounds cliche, think, but it puts food on the table, you know. And well, it's I think like, what Lexi said that time really helped you that you keep going back on during what? our one podcast, like how about you going back to work, like how you were worried about that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. The advice that Baron Lexi has given me during yeah. this podcast, just us talking, that's why I think this podcast is so great and so much more deserving than a one star that Bear <laughs> gave us. Because it really, I, I, I think 90% of our stuff is just conversation. And that, you know, that was the goal of the podcast. I feel like you're part of a convo. But 
Bear and Lexi have really given, mostly Lexi, have given a lot of very, <laughs> very valuable advice. Um, and, and I definitely had a more peace of mind going back to work. Like, Isn't it funny that Sierra and I weren't even really supposed to be a part of this podcast? Yes. Yeah, and then you guys are just like, you, you know what, we might recruit them. They're pretty damn good at this. Me <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and Bear nice. would have been way off topic the whole time. Oh, dude. This, Probably this... would have just changed the, the whole conversation oh there would be a lot less parenting talk. Yeah. <laughs> i'll tell you that much we'd be talking about football for an hour and a half straight we're like um what's this podcast about again when, when's your baby due <laughs> oh you already had the baby <laughs> wow good job uh, <laughs> yeah no that literally would have been the podcast yes, yes. we would have started talking about like look, fucking today we, we it's, i'm watching football while we're doing this oh, podcast. Oh, we would still be talking about the Oh, we'd just be talking about football. This yeah. would be just turn into our Sunday <laughs> football podcast. <laughs> oh, shit, we're dads who watch football. Like, that's what this shit would have turned into. Yes, they definitely, yeah. I think about that all the time. But I feel like, I like, I don't know. I've, I've thought about changing the name, but I'm like, the name is just like, I feel like that's the funny part about the oh, podcast. It's a, it's a good though. name. I feel like you can't like, change the name. Of because like, that's name. like how it started. And then it's just like, it really should be, oh, shit, we're parents. But oh shit, we're dads is how it started. And I feel like that just kind of makes it funny because that's like, yeah, you our guys, concentration level. Like I know, and it's not like either one of us are even like you know that, that steal the show or anything. Like it's, uh, I feel like the girls talk more, so it's kind of like it is. It is a funny. They give way more valuable advice. That's that's what yeah exactly. Do they give way better information? Yes. For, I think we get you guys more listeners too. Oh oh, hundred percent. I think there's a lot of mom listeners. He's an old man. Fuck, too. I don't want to see that. I, I don't like it. injuries. He's he, an old he man. Yeah, dude, this 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 guy it. whose leg broke, he's literally like fucking sixty eight years old. Like this, old ass man. this dude's never gonna walk again. So Camaro's now hospitalized two people in a couple of years. Yeah, no, he's <laughs> he's he's not looking good. He is in I, bad I love shape. Alvin Camaro. I'm not talking shit about him, but he did beat the shit out of a guy in uh Vegas. Oh. Oh yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. Oh my god. See, goodness. I think I think Camaro was in the right for that. That guy was like stalking them or something, wasn't he? He was like following them. Yeah. Just Damn, dude. Yeah. I think yeah. yeah. I love that's Alvin crazy Kamara. He might die. Just you oh, come on. Down. He might die. Die? That's excessive. <laughs> he might die. I mean, dude, he's he's a he's like a rough 68. You know, like, there's, like, strong and athletic. He's definitely going to have surgery. Like, he's a rough 68. You know what I mean? He's like, going to die. Like, okay, yeah. That's he's, like, he's like going to fucking Mickey D's after the game and crushing a 12-pack every night, you know? So, he's, he's, his body's <laughs> not in good shape. So, how do you think that works? The NFL pays for the surgery? I mean, you got no, it, right? I don't know. Right? I don't I don't know either. Like, I'm not going to sit here and say Workers that. Workers comp. But, like, I feel like he has to be on some sort of contract where the NFL is definitely going to cover themselves from getting sued. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. think it would just be, like, workers' comp where it's, like... The NFL so cheap, though. Like They're going to find a part of the job, but you get... I mean, if anybody gets injured on the job, yeah. they have to it was, it was, I'm sure they have a great insurance. It was kind of funny, though. I, I literally saw it live, and you see Kamara, like, go to try and help him up and just look at him just like, oh, shit, dude, you're fucked up. <laughs> you're that done, sucks, dude. dude. You were done. And he just, like, turns around, like, and walks away. He's just like, oh, shit, that was me. Damn. My bad. Wow. Yeah, that's Anyways, ridiculous. what were we talking about? Yeah, we're turning into the football podcast. Oh, yeah. Again. Yeah, <laughs> fucking idiots. That was Sierra's fault, though. That was Sierra's fault. <laughs> she wanted to, to see the blood. Yeah, I had to see the photo. Um, what I said... To make you feel better. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it definitely oh, has yeah. given me a lot of peace of mind. I kind of just, I feel like the acceptance is what helped me, you know, just accepting it. Like, there's no reality that I can afford this house and afford the lifestyle we want working, you know, finding a last minute job, working from home. I don't want to leave my job. I love my job. I love the people I work with. So I just kind of had to accept the reality of it. Like, I'm going to have to take 7.30 to 4.30, Monday through Friday, away from my family. And that sucks, but that's what's going to create a great life for us, you know? 
that's what's you know it, it's about what happens outside of work and and i'm doing everything to create the best life for us to where we can travel when we want or where we want and, and live comfortably and uh, i've accepted it and right now I, I think it's actually easier than versus when she's Cortland's age because right now, I mean, she honestly sleeps. Like I've asked Sierra, like, did she have any wake hours when I was gone? She's like, not really. Like she's really just sleeping the whole time. So I'm not like missing a ton, but when she starts hitting those milestones, I think that's when it's going to get harder. You know, I don't want to miss those first. I don't want to miss when she says mama, dad at first or crawls or walks, you know, obviously I don't want to miss that, but I'm not going to hold back her development. Like, no, put her back on her ass Sierra. Don't, don't let her walk yet. You know, but it, 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 there's a high chance I miss that, you know, st- statistically with the amount I'm at work, there is a pretty good chance, you know, bear and I miss milestones, you know, those first things, but. And me. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. 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 Now, now Lexi's. Yeah. Now you're full time oh, yeah. too. Yeah, Lexi, Lexi, Lexi what's so. your new uh, announcement? Um, I passed my BCBA exam. There you go. Oh, Wait, what shit. does it mean? I was going to do the clapping. <laughs> I had this all planned out. Oh, now I got baby. the babies in both hands. Started over. Started over. <laughs> hold on. Let me, here, let me see. If Babe, can... what, what's Hold on, hold on. You got to act like it's new news. Hold right. on. <clears throat> new news. Oh, that's trademarked. I can't say that. Breaking. All right, here we go. Ready? Yeah, yeah. Lexi, passed, new news. I passed my BCBA exam. Woo! There yeah. you go. Thank you. I wasn't, it. I thought it was going to be a lot cooler. Oh, fuck around. yeah, baby. <laughs> Hey, that should be a, I like that. Bear. Oh, fuck yeah, baby. I yeah. like that too. Yeah. That should but yes, be a, very huge congratulations to Lexi. Thank Seriously. You. Lexi, what does it mean? Let's hear about the test, um, everything. Board let's hear certified it. badass. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I told somebody that and they were like, wait, really? And I was like, no. <laughs> yeah, um, imagine that being on an official document. <laughs> so funny. Board certified behavior analyst. Um, so... To do that, you have to have a master's degree, which I did. I finished school the day that Cortland was born. Um, you have to finish 2,000 field work hours. I finished that in middle of October. And then you have to take an 185-question, four-hour exam. Um, and I passed it, one and done. So Oh, that's got to feel so that, good. So it was good. so much work leading up to um, between studying and finishing my hours and stuff. Like, I mean, those last two weeks where I was trying to finish my hours, I worked, I was, I worked 100 hours in two weeks. Less than two weeks, 13 days. Um, so I was working really, really hard to get all of that done. And my goal before I got pregnant, because as you guys know, I had an unplanned pregnancy. Um, but so I, my biggest fear was that this was going to deter everything that I had been working so hard for. Right. Um, and not necessarily like I wasn't going to be able to do it, but my timeline, my plan was different. And I'm a very much like I have a plan and it needs to go exactly how I want it right. type of person. And so everything though, from like the time I got pregnant, like it was just like, was one thing after another, not going as planned. And I wasn't able to work as much because I was pregnant. Um, I was just so tired. Cause usually what I would do when I was in school and doing my field work hours is like, I would work my 40 hour week and go home and do school and then work an extra like, however many hours a week outside of work and school right. towards my field work hours. And when I got pregnant, I couldn't do that anymore because I was so exhausted and my just everything. <laughs> he really wants to grab that mic. Um, but 
Yeah, I my goal was though before I got pregnant was that I was going to take my exam before the end of this year and be a BCBA before the end of this year, and I was still able to do that even with bad the baby. Badass. Yeah, that's seriously yeah. badass because yeah. I bet you a lot of people would just like that would take such a mental toll on them, and they'd oh, be like, yeah. "Fuck it, I can't oh, do I, it." It's telling Sierra before we did the podcast that um, I literally I'm my I moved my test up. I paid eighty dollars for it to be moved up. Two, just two days because this <laughs> mental stress of studying for my exam, like I was studying four to eight hours every single day. It's crazy. Um, mm-hmm. Especially those last two weeks, like I wasn't working. I took off yeah. and I was just focusing on studying, no work. And I was studying four to eight hours a day. And I was getting to the point where I thought I was going to have a psychotic break. Like I was hearing voices in my oh head my God. about this fucking test. I bet. And just the added stress, <laughs> yes. everything just. Yeah. And there was so much pressure because right. it was like, I had this contingent offer, but it's contingent on me passing my exam. So if I didn't pass, I didn't get the offer. If oh. I did pass. I started my new job. I wanted it done before the holidays. I tested literally a week from Thanksgiving. But yeah, I moved my test up because I was just, I was like, I just need to get it over with. If I wait any longer, I'm going to psych myself out. Um, And I went in nervous, but then I was taking the test and I was like, this is fucking easy. (laughs) Yeah, because you studied well. I was like, scared how easy it was i was like am i doing something wrong right now because everyone talks about this test and how it's the hardest test of your life and it's so much it's just so much the questions are so hard they try to trick you but i was like going through and i'm like why is this so easy and then i started getting nervous i'm like am i doing something wrong is it too easy is it easy or are you you're just smart as shit maybe that's it i think you're just smart as shit and i think you worked your ass off too and like like I would have yeah. failed the fuck out. Of yeah, <laughs> but so I started my first week at my new job, um, same company, just um, with my promotion, and I'm at a different center, different, different location. Right. Um, so it was hard. I don't love change. I yeah. really, I really don't like change. Um, when I left the restaurant. I, that I worked at for four years and then I went to do this job as a therapist. I almost didn't like, I almost didn't wait it out. I went back to them after like a month and I was like, let me come back. I was like, please just let me come back. Like, I don't want to do this. Like I, the change was so hard going to a different environment, not knowing what I was doing. And I'm somebody who likes to excel at everything that I'm doing. And so if I'm not, it's really hard on me. And I was so comfortable where I was at. And so I literally was just like, please let me come back. And my manager was like, nope, you're not allowed to come back right now. He's like, you have to give it at least two more months before Damn, I'll let you come back. He held you back. accountable. He did. And um, I was like hoping they were going to fire me, honestly. <laughs> I was like, maybe I'm doing so oh bad gosh. that they'll just fire me. But I wasn't doing bad, but I felt yeah, like I was right. doing bad. And um, But then I am glad I stuck it out because it showed me the field I wanted to be in for the rest of my life. And uh, I Shout out to up, your manager, yeah. your old manager. I know. Um, it's life changing. Yeah. But so the change is a little bit hard going to a new place with new people and new kids yep. and stuff. Um, but I mean, I feel like I'm already getting more acclimated. The first two days were really hard um, just because, again, I don't like change. And I loved my center that I was at with my coworkers. But I'm already starting to feel like I'm getting more acclimated. So by Friday, right. like I felt like good leaving. So every week I think it's just going to get better. So how does, so you were working, well, I'm sorry, I can't, I'm going blank on, on your schedule before. So before, I, I mean, I was still working full time, but I was just working four days instead of five. So was. I was okay. only working 30 hours a week instead of 40. Um, but okay. I was working Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, off Thursdays, 
Friday, and then I'm off Saturday. Your schedule is actually probably more clear now, though, as far as because you're not studying as much, right? Yeah. So it's nice because when I'm home, I'm just home. Yes. Like I don't nothing to worry it's about. It's not once like you're home. I'm like okay when the baby goes down, I need to study for two hours, or when right. the baby goes down, I need to work on hours, or if Brandon's um don't put him right in the middle of the cords. <laughs> He's gonna grab him. <laughs> But yeah, so it's so nice to just be able to like do things and yeah. just be like, I just get to do these things. Right. Like, right. and then I ended up being off for most of the week um, on Thanksgiving because I it was supposed to be my last week, and we had a bunch of callouts of clients, and I they didn't need me, so they didn't schedule me. Um, so I only really went in to say goodbye on my last day on Wednesday. Um, but Brandon was off for the holiday, so it was nice because I got to, like, spend that week with the baby and Brandon, and we were able to – we went to SeaWorld to see the lights, and um, we were just, like, able to do things that I haven't been able to do for the last two months, like, at all, and, like, before that – even before then that I would have just kind of felt guilty about because I'm, like – or just stressed because I'm, like, oh, I have, studying. I have homework yeah. or I should be working on hours or I should be doing this or that. So it was really nice to – it's really nice to just be able to – you know, be present and like right. not have that lingering in the back of my head. Cause it just felt like a cloud that was like following me everywhere. Like yeah. we'd be here doing the podcast and I'd be like, I have to go home and study for two hours after this. Yeah. Or like it would be the weekend. And so it's a weight off the shoulders. Yeah, it's the weekend and Sunday and that's our own. Brandon and I's only day off together is Sundays. And I'd have to be like, okay, have the baby. I'm yeah. going to the library for five hours. Oh, I bet that and feels so, so good. And I like lived at the library for the last like two months. So it's just nice. So is this the last like test that you'll ever have to take? Even if you want to go like, I don't even know if you can go higher, but to well, go so higher. I can. So like I said, you have to have your master's degree to do this. Right. Um, so then for if like I wanted to go even further, um, I could go get I could go become a BCBAD, which is a doctorate's program. Um, but I don't think I want to do that. It's what I do now is very hands on with the kids. I mean, I've talked briefly about it, but um, what I do is so I work with early intervention clients, so pediatrics, um, anywhere from like one and a half year olds, two year olds to like eight, nine year olds and um, creating behavior plans for behavior reduction and then increasing functional living skills and social skills um, for children with autism. ABA can be used for a bunch of different things, but my specialty is children with autism. That's where my focus has been in my training. Um, So if I wanted to like go and get higher education, I could go to the become a doctor um, and get my doctorates in it. But that's like all research based. If you're doing like research case studies and things like that. Mm -hmm. And I'm not really into that. I'd rather be hands on with the kids and have like my caseload and clients and stuff. I think one day I'd be really interested to go and work with teenagers and adults. That's something that's always interest me. Um, But I really liked my company. So I didn't want to leave my company and my field work hours. Um, I wanted to become a BCBA first. You can change kind of where your um, practice is, but you have to gain training or supervision through it. So if I were to go or if like I wanted to go into a school and do school-based intervention, um, I can go and do any of those different directions. Um, I just have to make sure I have a supervisor 
that's able to train me as I'm doing it to build my competence in the field. So um, that's why I think this field is so cool because when I originally started this job, I was going, I thought I was going to go into occupational therapy. Mm -hmm. Um, That was like my original reason of getting that job was because there's no entry level position for OT. Um, So I was like, well, if I do this, then I can work with the same clientele just in a different way. That's what your bachelor's was, right? Uh, Psychology. Oh, psychology. Okay. Undergrad is in psych, but I was planning on going into grad school for, um, (laughs) for the, um, for OT, but then I got into ABA and I liked it so much more, Mm. um, because it is more psychology based, whereas like OT is very like AMP, like anatomy, motor skill things. And so I just liked what I was doing more in ABA, um, but I liked it because with OT, like, you can only do OT. You can just change, like, the ages um, mm. versus in ABA. I can work with children and au- with autism. That's the primary focus is treating for autism. Um, but I can go work with adults. I can just stop working with autism altogether, and I could go to a school and just work with um, kids with challenging behaviors and learning uh-huh. disabilities. I could go to an addiction facility and oh. work. I could oh, go so into super flexible. I can go Very, into business. Yeah. Um, oh. Companies will hire BCBAs um, for OBM to create like behavior plans for employees and really? to create like better work life balance and. Um, wow employee satisfaction and things like that so there's like just so much that you can do you can go in group homes like there's just so many things that you can do with it um you just have to build your competence within those scopes right Mm -hmm. so wow huh i would have never known that me either yeah and also it's just like i don't know but everybody has behavior it's so cool yeah Yeah. like everything does a be dog's like yeah. I could become a dog trainer if <laughs> yeah. I wanted to. Right, right, right. Um, so. Well, you're looking at one right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's I funny. do love training oh, dogs. Uh, Clover, you should uh, say what she just started speaking about dogs. Oh, uh, Bear will be interested in this. Clover is actually, thanks to our neighbor, she has been being trained to uh, find human remains. Nice, dude. Yeah, I knew you'd be interested <laughs> in that. Bear's face perked right up. He likes to talk about murder and dead dude, bodies. Yes, dude. I love death. It's fun. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun to talk about, you know, death, dismemberment, uh, you know, okay. fucking just, yep. uh-huh. yeah, just all, yeah. all of everything in between, you know. Um, yeah, Bring I mean, Ozzy over. Has, has, yes, yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, She's doing cool. great. Um, has so, she found any dead bodies yet? Not, not well, she, no. Imagine. Not like... Not like set up one. So how like, do he, you, how do you so, train them to? So I, obviously I'm not going to give any personal information away about our neighbor, but he does work um, as a firefighter and his dogs are trained. Uh, one is trained to find human remains and the other one is trained to find um, alive human beings. Um, so he is obviously uh, licensed to have this stuff on site. So he has... Probably just, I know he has like a locked up cooler and stuff. He said he locks it up like he would his ammunition, but he has basically human remains. <laughs> Solid. Solid. <laughs> so like Clover the other day, like there's like, it's literally like a jar. Like it looks like a mason jar and it literally just skin, muscle, just a little bit of bone, like just like literally like what a dead body would smell like. Um, and he puts it in this box And there's a hole in the box. And then he has dummy boxes. And what the dog is supposed to do 
is smell, and then when they smell the the HR, the human remains, she's supposed to alert me and bark. And, you know, not to uh, get cocky, but Clover's one smart little bitch. Um, he's impressed with her. I'm impressed with her. She's doing very, very well. Her biggest issue, actually, is that she gets bored. Um, so, you know, some dogs can be so, like, smart to where it's almost, like, boring to them. They're like... Like, bitch, this like is okay, like next. I smell this and then I bark at you. That's it. Is there like another thing? So you have to almost add new factors and stuff. But like he said, like the goal one day is to have like twenty boxes out there, and it's like you let her go, and it's like all right, go find it. But right now, there's just you know two dummies and then one with the actual human remains, and she's doing fucking excellent. Um, but it's cool because you can train a dog to really find anything. Um, like I could actually volunteer Clover. You know, say there was a murder in in Apopka, and they, they were looking in the woods. I could volunteer. Never said where we lived. <laughs> uh, Spoiler. <laughs> did I did I say Apopka? I meant uh. Where did you mean? Kissimmee. It's broad. <laughs> They're so similar. They sound the exact same. Exactly. I'll figure it out. But uh, anyways, there could be a murder. Uh, okay. <laughs> there could be a murder just- anywhere. There could be a murder anywhere in Kissimmee. <laughs> and I could volunteer uh, Clover to go out there and, and search. Damn, dude, that's all. That's actually pretty, pretty sick. Honestly, that'd be might, cool. If Ozzy and Clover were. My like, God, can you imagine? Yeah. I'll bring fucking Ozzy and Roji. Just over. going Roji, out near our home in Kissimmee. It'll probably be a little easier with Roji because he's just a little puppet dog and he's still a little malleable. Yeah, dude. If you want him to get trained? Bring how him many on months over. is Roji now? Uh, well, he's like what seven months old? Seven? No, Cortland's seven. Eight months old? No, he's like five or six. Five or, five six. or six months old? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how's having those puppies? I feel like it's getting easier. They're, Lexi's uh, face is not. Yeah, agreeing she's with not you. agreeing with it. <laughs> they're um, puppies, so I mean, like for puppies, I don't feel like they're bad. It's just really hard to have a, a puppy. It's a lot, and it's yeah. really hard to have a puppy when you have a baby. Yeah, and. It's a little bit easier now because I have some more free time on my hands, so it's not quite as, like, bad. But, you know, it's just they're puppies and they have a lot of energy. And together, individually, they're not bad because Brandon and Kayla have one of the puppies, too. So we have two puppies and then Ozzy. And so individually, they're not bad, like, if one's in the crate and the other one's not. But together... They are just chaos and growling, barking all the time. And then Roji, he's a nipper. Like, he doesn't try to nip like he wants to bite you, but he just, he's one of the, Ozzy does the same thing. Like, still, he just, yeah, he puts your hand in his mouth. Yeah. And when he's jumping and putting your hand in his mouth, then it's like he is kind of biting you. Sounds a lot like Clover. That's how these hurting dogs are. Yeah, yesterday he bit me he didn't mean to bite me but he bit me because he was jumping up and putting my hand in his yeah. mouth and he scratched me and i started bleeding and i was like mm, you motherfucker <laughs> oh those puppies either so sharp and too. he has a tail and we're not used to a dog with a tail either and his tail fucking whips oh yeah really? like tail will fuck you up yeah that no, tail gotta... is strong as shit they wag it so and hard then, like he go he'll go in the kitchen and it's like Yep. And yeah, yeah. You can hear where he's at. Like you always know where Roji is because his <laughs> That's tail. That's hilarious. <laughs> that is funny. It's against the garbage can. It's he's against so the cute. porch walls. Yeah, I'm happy we kept the tail at the end of the day because normally with Australian shepherds, the, the, the like, nub. yeah, the breed standard is that you either they come out with a with like a little bobtail or you dock it. And so the Aussie's tail is docked. He probably had like a, a, at least a longer tail than what he has right now when he was uh, when he was initially born. And we thought about docking oh. it. 
just because the, the little nub is really cute. It is. Yeah, the little they have like this the little nub, and when they get excited, they just do like a butt wag, like yeah. their butt just starts wagging. And so the the nub's cute as hell, but we decided to keep the tail. Just uh, he almost looks kind of like a border collie with the tail. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He kind of does. And, and the, I'm happy we ended up keeping it because it is it's like super fluffy. It's it's cute as hell. It's it's almost like awkwardly long too. I feel like he, his tail's like too long for his like not body. proportional yet. It's no, I feel like it's too long it's for really his body. Fat. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> it, it just seems like his tail, I feel like, is the same length of his entire torso. I definitely like, don't know if I've ever seen an Australian Shepherd with a tail like that. No, they, if pretty much all the time, they, most of them come out with like a short tail or a bobtail. It's actually like most of them don't come out with a full length tail. And then Kona has like a, like a pig tail. Like a, yeah, yeah, yeah like, a like a little pig quarter, tail. not even a quarter. Well, no. but it like hooks. Yeah, too. it's interesting. It's yeah, it's yeah. a weird tail. And that's another reason why they dock it a lot because they do have weird tails a lot of the time, like Isn't curved tails. Like, cause they were evolution. Well, I think they were bred down though, right? Their tails were probably bred down. Yeah. Which, why? Why do they not need tails? Because you know where they're at. Uh, well, the tails are because they're, since they're hurting um, dogs, that way the animals can't bite onto it when they're trying to get when they're trying yes. to run around and hurt. So that's them. crazy that Less he has horrible. a tail. I wonder how like genetically yeah, did I mean, any of the other puppies? I mean, they had like half tails. Yeah, he so was he the had only the one with the full tail. That's so interesting. All yeah. the other ones either had the nubs like Ozzy or the half tails like yeah. Erica. Huh. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely weird. And Kona's tail is like really weird. His is his is like not even maybe it would be a half tail, but like it like it literally curves like to the yeah, right. It is interesting. Yeah, it's a weird little tail. Um, but no, I mean his his. I'm happy we kept his tail. I've I've never seen one with a tail. Well, actually, I think I've seen one Australian Shepherd with a tail. We went to the beach with Ozzy one time, and this lady had an Australian Shepherd. Jessica's has a tail. Does it? Okay. Yeah. I, I, normally, because if you, if you get it from a breeder, the breeder's always going to dock the tails. That's mm. just like the breed standard. If you're an Australian Shepherd breeder, you're going to dock the tails no matter what, um, because that's just uh, otherwise they kind of like don't. Another bill. Yep. Yeah, they don't even like consider it like a, you you as an official breeder or anything like that. Uh, so yeah, yeah, no. But uh, they're doing well. I feel like I mean they they're a lot of work, and I kind of feel bad because obviously we're so busy with Cortland and work and everything. So you know, don't really get to allocate the time that you know maybe we gave to like ozzy for example you know like when we got ozzy like you know that was that was our little baby boy you know we we did so much with ozzy and we just kind of can't do it with roji because we don't have the time uh yeah i feel like the amount of time that i spend with him is literally just like at the end of my day Mm. he's out of the crate play with him you know pet him you know let him run around in the backyard we feed him dinner and then we go to sleep yeah so it does kind of suck in that regard so i Honestly, I would not recommend getting a puppy and a baby at the same time. <laughs> I'm already talking about getting a second puppy. Yeah, not I. A, I, no. I can't recommend Clover it. has made no. me... So, I've always been a dog guy, but Clover has made me, like... Like, I want to, like, spend a lot of free time, like, do like the human remains stuff. Like, I think it's fucking awesome. Like, I want Clover to, like, compete and shit. She's just fucking awesome. I've never had a dog that's, like... I feel like she's smarter than me. <laughs> it's like... I don't know, dude. It's definitely a lot of work, though. And I, I, when she fucking sucks, I'll definitely take back my second puppy opinion. But no, she, and now we're getting the fence put up. Um, that so. makes that makes everything easier for sure. Yeah. Having a backyard when when we had to walk Ozzy every day, dude. That shit was so annoying. And that, that was Ozzie before was afraid the baby. Of, and Ozzy was afraid of cars. Afraid of cars. Oh, afraid of everything. Really. Like dude. he. It was. It took us like a solid two weeks just to be able to do one lap mm. that was like not even a, it was like around the building yeah clover Aww. wants to kill all the cars she sees yeah literally <laughs> she wants to bite the them. exhaust pipe that's her thing right now she's nuts though but um 
Yeah, I mean, I think, I think I don't. I was actually worried about that before Denver was born too. Is like not feeling like I'm like wasting time, like my time away, like taking care of Clover. Um, I felt like I was like gonna spend too much time with Clover because she's a very you know needy dog, but. I think that you. I think that we balance our time well, and I think there's a lot of times where I can spend time with both of them. Um, and like when we get the fence, we're gonna get some outdoor furniture out there to spend time with both of them. I don't know. I love her. I want I want a border collie or a, a, another cattle dog. Yeah, the cattle dogs are fun for sure. They're, they're just really smart. <laughs> they're a lot. Yes. I yeah. would not recommend if you're not ready to like dedicate a large portion of your life to your dog. <laughs> I would not get a cattle dog. No, like, right. It like like Ozzy like is nice because like he can just chill with you guys you know like he will chill yeah Clover like has to be working all the time like she'll literally get up like how you're saying like the nipping like Clover will get up and she just puts her mouth on my hand and she'll start like dragging me like doesn't hurt at all but she's like let's fucking go yes like I want to play frisbee right now I want to do this right now and there's definitely moments where it's like oh my god but I knew what I was getting myself into with the breed but um is there anything else anyone wants to add. No, I think 49ers I... play the Eagles, and I'm ready to beat the shit out of them. Oh, right. You're right. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm personally not going to do any of the beating. I'm just going to watch. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking Steelers game got delayed. It got, oh, oh weather, really? Weather delay, yeah. Really? Oh. Yeah. It's at Pittsburgh? It's in Pittsburgh, yeah. Oh, it doesn't storm in Pittsburgh. No way. Snow? Um, Yeah, storm. Storm, like lightning. Oh. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, I was. I, I feel like you don't see work. that very often. No, no, you really don't. But, um, yeah, no, I think I think we're good to wrap up here yeah. today. This was a very uh, was a productive podcast. Yeah, we, we went over quite a bit. Yeah, we did. So did Cortland. <laughs> Lexi, anything? Nope. Nope. Good. We're good. Yep. Anyone want to summarize? Um. Bear rated us one star. Yeah, fucking asshole. Yeah. Well, uh, like I said, <laughs> happy can... one month to Denver. Happy yeah. seven happy months month. to Court. Yes. Seven months. Brandon sucks. <laughs> Brandon the rest suck. of us are awesome. Brandon does suck. <laughs> yeah, one star fucking asshole. All right, fuck everybody. Bye. <laughs> I didn't mean to press that. Oh. Oh, shit. We're dead.